0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all about. don't know, y'all better ask somebody. Hat on, suit on, looking like the black dog. Giving the moment. Dress oh, like the million no bucks. Bust things in his cups. Y'all tell me, who could it be for Steve Harvey?
1: Oh, yeah.
2: said, listen to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: you <laughs> you Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah
3: Uh huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Oh yeah, man, got a radio show. Do you understand that? I'm telling you, God been big in my life. I'm not gonna kid you. I'm telling you, and He'll do the same thing for you. God, God is a gentleman. You know, I, I wanna, I wanna point that out to you. God is an absolute gentleman. He will not come in unless he's invited. He don't just barge into your life. He gives us the power of choice. You know, if you say you got it, I don't need you, he lets you have it. If you say, I need you, come see about me, he right there. It's just a real simple thing, man. So I always say to people this. If you've gotten yourself into something, and please know I have. I I was stuck. I thought a couple of times, well, might not make it past this one. But then if I don't make it past it, what's gonna happen? And then I held on to this little thing that my mother kept talking to me about. She said, sometimes son, when you ain't, ain't got nothing else in you, just hope. She said, just hope it'll be all right. You know, and what I've learned in my life is that hope is the beginning of faith. Hope is just, is there a possibility out there for me? I sure hope something happened. See, uh, hope, hope is okay, man. Because like I say, for me, the way I've lived my life, hope was the beginning of faith. It was just the idea. It's just the thought that something could change for me, that something could be a little bit different for me, that maybe, man, just maybe for some reason I could be saved, I could be rescued, things could turn around, it could head in the other direction, maybe I could quit messing up, maybe somebody will forgive me, maybe somebody will just say, all right, I don't know, but I can't count the times I've been in that position. But then Once I hope a little bit, and then I remember also my mother because she was a Sunday school teacher. She taught me the most valuable lesson I've ever learned in my life. Nothing has been greater in my life than my faith. She taught me to pray. Mama used to say, when it get real dark for you, son, prayer changes things. She said, when you seem like you lost and you can't find your way, stop and pray. She said, because prayer changes things. You know, when you get a point in your life when you've done all you can do and you can't do no more and you just don't know what to do next, she says, Stop, son, pray. And combine that prayer with that hope that you got. She said, Because that hope is the beginning of faith. She said, If you pray just hoping, she's saying, If God come through for you, that'll give you confidence that he can do it again. And then after a while, you quit hoping. She's saying, You start believing. She's saying that's when you're on to something. If you can turn that hope into belief, that hope into faith, the ability to believe in something that you can't see. But the key, though, to faith is you're believing in something that you can't see. See, hoping a little bit different for me. Now, I'm pretty sure, like I say, oftentimes I tell a lot of people who can explain this thing a lot better than I can to you. But just from my side of it, Being as real as I can be be with you. See, hope helps, man. If you ain't strong enough to have faith, have hope. And then if you pray with some hope and God answers your prayer, then that hope gains a little confidence. And after a while, that confidence becomes faith. Now it ain't just hoping, but I'm believing. I'm believing in something that I cannot see. Faith has been the key to my entire existence, even when I didn't have any. It was faith as I look back on it that has gotten me here. And not just faith, but my faith. See, you will only get to where you're going in your life based on your faith. See, a lot of people get the word faith confused. Like, what's your faith? Uh, And then they start going down this whole list of all these different religions out here. But really, in essence, man, when I talk to people about faith, I'm talking to you about your, your belief. How much do you believe in the unseen? How much do you believe in the things you can't see? How much do you believe in the impossible? How much do you believe? See, because faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. Faith is the core of all that is happening to me today. It is the faith that I have in my relationship with God that enables me to just, oftentimes, if I stay on the right course and believe a certain way and act a certain way, his blessings just pour. They just come. And it comes in a lot of little ways, too, I've started to notice. See, it ain't just, a lot of people think blessings is money. No, man, that ain't it. It's coverage. It's every time my plane lands safe. It's every time they predict bad weather and I get up in the sky and it don't be no bad weather. You know, this, this is favor. These are blessings that get poured out to me. Somebody call me and offer me something. Not money, but an opportunity. You know, some, somebody say, hey, man, I don't know, but I sent this to you. I thought you might be interested in it. Somebody will send me a scripture or somebody will send me something. That's favor. And it always comes at a time when I need it the most. That's favor. That's pouring out blessings. Now, I'm also the recipient of a lot of other blessings, too. You know, I, I've been blessed with health. That's amazing blessing, man. I've been blessed with a spirit of not quitting. I've been blessed with the ability to shoulder huge amounts of responsibility. See, blessings come a lot of ways. But once you tie in to God, once you tie in and you start doing the best you can do and you start asking for him to make you a better person, to help shape and mold you into the kind of man or person that he wants you to be, You'd be amazed what God can do with you, man, if you just invite him in and allow him to be a part of your life. I mean, what you got to lose out there? Come on. If you're sitting in the cell this morning, why, why would you not change? You have a chance to turn your life around with a relationship with God. What you waiting on? Are you going to just keep doing it like that, huh? Really? Come on, man. Why would you do that to yourself? Why would you not allow God to be a part of your life? so you can get to where he wants you to be. God got some big plans for you. If he didn't, you wouldn't keep waking up.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: One, two. When you think of love, gotta get it on your mind. Ha! Yeah! Come on. When you think of love, gotta get it on your mind. Ha! ha. One more time. When you think of love, you got to get it on your mind. Ha! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah! Been a minute. Yeah. Yeah, been a minute back. Thought I'd bring that back. When you think of love, got to get it on your mind. Let church say Amen. 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 Amen, amen. amen again.
1: Amen. Again. Morning, Friday. Sister Shirley. Good morning, Pastor Steve. Sister Carla.
4: Good morning, Pastor.
1: How are you today,
3: little
4: Junior?
3: Morning, Uncle. <laughs> Nephew Thomas. Ah, uh, good morning,
4: Uncle Steve.
3: Grateful to be here <laughs> on this my, blessed Friday. Amen.
4: Amen. <laughs> just like that too. <laughs>
3: more grateful than I was before. Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah, amen.
3: More, <laughs> more, more gratified. Yeah, more gratifious. Mm. Uh, come, come on, who? boy.
4: Come on, man. Use Let's the Come uh
3: More, uh, shall I say, uh, 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 uh spondificale. <laughs> spondificale.
2: Spondificalis. That's big.
3: That's that's another word. That means wonderful. Mm. (laughs) Come on. Mm. You don't know nothing about that. Mm. But I do. (laughs) Big words is my specialty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do that all the time. Shirley, ask me a word, and I'll give you a big word for it. Anybody? Segment. Segment. Uh, Partitionalities. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) <laughs> okay. oh, wow! Yeah. What do you mean? That, <laughs> that means segment.
4: Word. Yeah.
1: It's a word for segment. What do you mean?
4: Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: But Con- partition. You heard that? Yeah, though. I heard that. You heard that? Uh-huh. It's right in there. Is yeah. there another way for to say congratulations? Partitionalities? Pastor? Huh? Is what? there another
4: way to say congratulations? Of
3: course it is. Congratoriousness. <laughs>
1: Because oh congratulations yeah. is already long. Yeah. But bigger than <laughs> that, yeah. see, you hard. want to Let say congratulations,
3: but you want to congratulate.
1: Yeah. Put oh. that glorious in there. Glorious <laughs> of yeah, To y'all. make
3: it sound like mo. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. I see what okay. you mean, That's
3: what I do. I specialize in, in bigger words. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot you should say I don't know how to do that. That's hamburger. what I do. Hamburger. So I'm <laughs> trying to go with hamburger. We'll go with uh. Beef
1: Phenophilus. Beef enough. (laughs) Sounds like something back in the caveman days.
3: (laughs) Yeah, you know, uh, I saw that was
1: at the drive-through. That was Fred Sanford on. I mean, Fred Fred Flintstone. (laughs) Fred Flintstone coming up at thirty-two after the hour. The other day, um, you told us that Marjorie doesn't like for you to eat in the bed. Remember, you told us that. So, our question this Uh morning. About, are about, is going to be about house rules, all right? We'll get into that when we come back at 32 after the hour. Right after this.
2: You're listening, listening to listening, the Steve listening. Harvey Morning Show.
1: All right, so Steve, the other day uh, you told us that uh, Marjorie does not like for you to eat in bed. And as a matter of fact, she doesn't allow it. So we have a question for you this morning. And for everyone, all, all the guys on the show, does your significant other have a house rule or rules that are very serious? And if you break them, he or she mm. will kill you—not mm. <laughs> literally, of course. But let's start with you, Steve. Oh, yeah. Shall I we? Know he got more yeah. than one. Well, now, let's stay with, with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's start and finish with you, Steve. <laughs>
3: yeah, I know, I know for sure I can't leave that damn toilet seat. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's
1: automatic. <laughs> that's yeah. That's, that's death on that's, the spot. Uh, that's not
3: even nothing new. Matter of fact, I didn't even feel comfortable saying that because <laughs> I a, a lot of men, that's that's, that's very common.
5: Mm-hmm. 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 That's a house rule.
1: But have you heard mm-hmm. Steve guys say, "Well, uh, you should put it down, or you know, well, look before you." Uh, you, yeah. can't uh, argument, yeah. Yeah. you can't look win that argument, though. you can't win. Well, squat. that's crazy.
3: Yo, I said that the last time we was in Africa.
1: You said said what? You said what? You said said what? what? She said, yeah, we
3: was arguing about the toilet seat under a mosquito net, and Mm -hmm. I thought I was so sick of her talking. I said, well, I'll tell you what. Oh,
2: God. Next
3: time you go in there, you let it back up.
1: Have you lost your entire mind? And how did that go? How, yeah. how did that evening go?
3: I, I don't. I'm telling fellas right now. Don't say that.
1: <laughs> don't say it. Listen, As to, a warning. Listen don't, to Uncle Steve.
4: You
3: know, I'm just telling. Don't say that. Mm. Why can't we don't win that argument? That's not that a good. <laughs> it's no argument to win, Tommy.
1: Because it, you it, it's. You're gonna lose. I gave up. It's made I to go it. down anyway. It's not made to be up. Well, why does it go up? Hello. Mm. Hello. The, the, the I, don't even understand. I don't even up. understand like why, why you have to put I it didn't... up to use it. I, I don't even get that part. What the you point. want
3: us to pee on the top? Okay, no, oh, I don't. You don't think you don't know why we got to let the lid let it up?
1: It's not that much uh when it's down, it's not that much yeah. room extra
5: room, though. Yeah,
1: you don't understand this aim at two in the
5: morning. <laughs> it's aiming a lot. Aiming yeah. is a, yeah. Aiming aim is at a two a in the morning. Ain't in the good. morning. <laughs> that ain't good. <laughs> you
4: don't know. You
3: don't know if you gonna get some unexpected spray. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know.
5: You ain't I never know, had man. a. Yeah. You ain't never had a split decision. <laughs>
3: yeah. Hello. Yeah.
1: I, I, I know. It, it's a mystery that
2: See, will you never. you go to
3: the solved. bathroom in the dark. And we start peeing and don't hear water.
1: You gotta yeah. talk. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Oh, that's P-M-I. Oh yeah. my God. the hell it am I peeing it. on in here? Immediate.
3: I know I'm peeing and I don't hear nothing. More. Man, <laughs> am
4: I peeing on this road? Hey, hey, oh. oh. oh yes, and you can't find death. the light switch.
5: Yeah. No. <laughs> no.
3: Like, Turn the
5: light
4: on. Oh, no, oh, no water in the
3: dark. I've been standing there. I've been standing there peeing and didn't hear no water and leaned over to cut the light switch on.
6: Uh-huh.
3: Mm. Oh, peed all over the glade air freshener. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, pee all on the soap. <laughs> <laughs> I was what? in there for 30 minutes washing the bad down.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but left but left the pee on the soap. I just didn't, I didn't see it. Yeah.
1: This is oh, terrible. So, That's
2: disgusting. Yeah, it is. But it's real, though, That's
1: Carl. It's real. It's so real. That's a real Where issue.
2: didn't take all that? And,
5: just... and you, could, you could wake up the next morning and look at the bathroom and be like, God,
2: yeah. dog.
3: But see, Shirley and Colin, see, yes. y'all don't have little boys.
5: I'm
2: sorry. No, no, we don't. No.
3: Y'all didn't have little boys.
2: No, yeah. and I you would quit
3: asking why does the toilet seat need to go up if you had a little boy. Yeah, I'm
1: thanking God right now that I had a girl. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> he ain't even I don't even think we try.
1: It doesn't sound to like Shoot
3: it. straight in the water.
1: Yeah. It doesn't mm-hmm. sound like it. um uh. Well, that's true, Steve. Because we have waited mother... till the last
3: minute anyway.
1: Yeah, and why is so that? Why is that? So yeah, as yeah, we yeah, pulling yeah. it out,
3: it's already peeing.
5: Yeah. yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. None that
5: of that. these are lies. Uh-huh. I'm here to we tell you. We're
4: not telling y'all no lies. Uh-huh. lies. Any if other If you're in rules? the way,
5: you in
1: trouble.
5: uh uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> you me in the way. Man, I don't know, but if you're in in that route of where I'm going,
1: you're in trouble. Why is this such a i didn't know it was all of this did you uh, girl yeah y'all don't no. have no
4: boy
5: no but women women can hold it better than men
4: yeah y'all we can good. hold it and it's we can cut it you know. off when we're even yeah. you know yeah. peeing we can cut it off yeah whole like, church yeah. service no problem girl,
3: i can't cut no okay off. well we can cut it off but i tell you what you'll blow your kidney out your back <laughs> <laughs> you clamp it shut oh, if you want both you. of them don't <laughs> <laughs> blow your kidney out your back Good morning. You ain't gonna believe. You're gonna have to go to the hospital, partner. What's wrong with Steve's shirt? Sure. You just try to shut no, it yeah. off. Now, when you're a little boy, you can clamp it shut. Uh, but if you're a grown man and you clamp it shut, you're gonna go to the hospital. <laughs> That's what you gonna do? Yeah, my little boy, Cole. He got a, he got yeah. a cold hey. motor. Man. God.
5: What?
1: Your ass
3: is fitting to get admitted.
1: Wow. <laughs> The things you, we
3: learned, you're you gonna be we checking about it. you guys.
4: Uh, you say yeah. if you clip You're gonna have
3: a wrist. You're gonna have a wrist bracelet on this <laughs> evening. <like>
4: so. <laughs> you got something
3: with so your Carla, room number, Carla,
5: on just it. so you know. Just so you uh-huh. know, we don't uh-huh. have, we don't have the cutoff that little boys got, and we ain't got the speed they got. We ain't got none of that.
1: What, does what this, have this have to we, do do with in, speed? we might
5: stand there by seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That's
4: long. Finally. Nah, they, Finally. they, they got good, nice streams, yeah. pressure push out, everything good. Yeah. We don't have that. It here. ain't
3: the same force either.
4: It, it, it ain't. No.
2: Just, I guess a, Yeah, between. when I was a little
3: boy, I could push a Coke can up the street. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, sir.
4: Yeah.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can write my name okay. in the day. I go
3: to the bathroom now, it sounds like ice cubes yeah. going into water.
4: <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. Little chips. Right. Little chips. The same <laughs> speed the faucets <foxes laughs> fill up an ice tray. <laughs>
2: <laughs> really? <laughs> All right. What, what is
1: that? Double, double, so glad. Look at double, the time. Double, um. Uh look, listen, we want to hear from you. What are some house rules your significant other can't break or else go to Steve Harvey FM on all social media and post your comment. <laughs> Coming up next, nephew in the building with Run That Prank Back right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey morning show.
1: Coming up at the top of the hour entertainment news, Patty LaBelle's granddaughters like to sing her song, Lady Marmalade. And uh, we'll find out if Steve's grandkids have repeated anything racy he said. Right now, the nephew is here. (laughs) I can't wait. Right now, the nephew's here with uh, Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? Classic
5: home run hitter, baby
1: Raymond in the
5: closet. Oh, yeah.
3: Man, one of my all-time favorites. Thanks.
5: Come on, cat.
0: Hello. Hello. Hey, who there? Can you hear me? Yeah, Bella, who is there? This Raymond. Man, speak up, I can't hear you. Who? This is Raymond. Man, speak up, I can't hear you. Who is this? Raymond. 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 Veranda is my sister. Veranda, brother? Yes. What's up, what's up, man? What's up? Somebody done broken the house. They in the house right now. I'm in the house. Hold gun. on, hold on, hold on. Man, I, damn, I barely can hear you. What you saying, somebody done what? Somebody done broken house. Ah. I well, why the hell you whispering? Because they in the house right now. I'm scared. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You saying somebody done broke in the house and they still in there? Somebody done broke in the house. I'm in the house now. I'm, hold on. Get, wait a minute. You saying somebody done broke into your damn house and they still in there? Yes. Well, what the are you doing sitting up in there? Why you ain't calling the police? I'm in the closet. I'm in the closet and I'm trying to get somebody to Hold on, hold I, on. I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know don't. Man, you seeing saying somebody in the house, in, 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 in your damn house, right now? I don't know what do. Oh, this <laughs> up. Okay, wh- wait, where you live at? Where you live at? I'm on 36th Street. Because I'm at 32 and a half. You know what? Hold on. I'm going to call the, wait, the laws. Now, wait, 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 wait. Man, you know what? What? Wait a minute. Don't call the police. you send your... In the house, somebody finna no, you know, finna no kill you, and you talking about you don't want them arrested. We got some illegal stuff in the house. Don't call nobody. Don't wait a minute, wait, wait. Now nah, you saying, hold on. You saying don't call the damn laws. You don't have some what in the house? No, don't call nobody, cause we we got it. I got some illegal stuff in the house. Don't do it. Man, what you <laughs> got now? <in> <laughs> Man, you know what this <laughs> is bad, Doc. You know what? You send your ass up in there. That's probably why they in that house. Now you to set your ass up in the house. That's who in there. That's. I guarantee you that. What you What you got in there? I can't. I can't say it. I can't say it. I just want you to help me. You know what, man? Let me tell you something. I'm gonna tell you the best thing to do. Even though the people in your house right now, you need to just let me call the Man, you need to let me call the damn law. I'm going to tell you right now. Can't, You're not get your, your much don't, don't, don't do that. Don't call. Don't call. I'ma put you know what, man? I'm going to tell you that I'm not going out there. You're going to stay down there. I'm going to tell you now. I can call the law. Don't call. I can call the law. Hold on. I can get my wife to call right now. Don't call the police. Don't call them. Because it's too much illegal. stuff in there. Don't no, do, no, no, do, no, no, do it. Don't please. Don't call my wife. No, me. Man, but I'm gonna tell you something, man. Honestly, I can't do a of. I ain't gonna go down there. Now I'm gonna tell you something. I can cut this fool to tell me, don't even call a damn law. You know what, man, look at here, Doc. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm go I, I ain't gonna go down there. I'm gonna tell you right down now. You know what? Now first thing I'm gonna tell you now. Now I ain't gonna take my down there. First of all, they may be tapping my damn line. And I ain't got to do with this. You gonna get you done. Doc, don't. listen. Man, look, big, I can call 911. Hold on. <laughs> baby, look, go ahead and call her. Because you know what? You're finna get your they killed out And They don't know who you are. I bet you, man, you know what? And I ain't finna stay on this <laughs> phone with your <laughs> so they can find out. Cause you wait, know, wait, what? Wait, know what? No, offense wait, Listen, wait. I call the law. I ain't getting in that. Man, you a much good damn fool. I ain't finna get in that one. So I'm going to tell you what you can do. Doc, I call the law. I'm finna have my wife right now. You know what? You may not like it now, but you'll appreciate me later, because you know what? You're going to get your monkey ass Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just whisper. That. I think they outside. I think they outside. Man, you know what? This is some crazy <laughs> Doc, You done set your shh, up. Shh. Don't say nothing. I'm going to call your sister shh, for one. Don't get nothing. You're sitting up there talking about not calling the damn low. Damn fool. You got to keep your monkey ass in that closet. I'm gonna tell you right now, you're a damn fool, you walk out, because I'm gonna tell you now, they sure gonna kill your stupid <laughs> man, you know what, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. The only thing I can tell you a damn I can call the law. You finna go down. And I'm gonna tell you now, I ain't going down with I don't know why you really gonna call me unless you want some help. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, I ain't finna jump jeopardize myself, nor my damn family over your <laughs> around here. The only thing I can do, I can help you out in one way, I can call the law. Now my wife's got a cell phone, what you want me to do? Well, you come get me? You must be a damn fool, I'm not I ain't going down. I ain't going. You know what, man? Look, look. I can't get in there. And my wife's not even really called the police. So I'm gonna tell you right now, they're gonna come. Can you, can you? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Shut Shh. your damn mouth. Shut up. Shut up. Can you hear shut your damn mouth right now? Can you hear me? Shut up. They don't know the house. That's why they gonna shoot the out him. Don't peek out that damn door. Can I say something? Man, you need to shut your damn mouth. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know what? You just got pranked by your boy Wendell. You just got pranked. You you just got pranked. Boy, y'all suck dirty. I know
5: damn well, man. Dog, you just got pranked by your boy
0: Wendell, man. I'm sweating like hell sitting <laughs> up in this damn house with drawers, old man. If you sit up here, want to play with... Man, look at here, boy. I'm sweating like hell. You... <laughs> Why are you sweating? He was finna die because I damn sure no one finna come down to the house. That's for sure. I know you weren't coming to I the house. The... I... I...
5: I, was... I heard it in your voice. I said, okay, you know what? He ain't coming to
0: get me. Man, I'm sitting up in here right now, man. I might need to take off from work, boy. I'm playing like I'm yeah, sitting up in here, Doug. Hey, let me ask you something, man. What is the baddest
5: radio show in the land?
0: Can't be nobody but the Steve Harvey's morning show with none other than Nephew Tommy with his crazy. <laughs> <laughs> How y'all feeling? Really? Huh? How are you feeling?
5: Raymond in the Closet, baby. Come on now. You got to give it to me on uh-huh. Raymond in the Closet. Give me classic,
1: that. Classic, classic, classic. King of pranks, classic. Love Raymond in the Closet.
5: <laughs> want me to call the law? I can call the law. Which one you want me to do? What? Tell me right now.
3: Steve. I'm coming around now.
1: Yeah. yeah I, I love
3: call it. the law. I love, it.
1: I love it. What's your other I favorite ain't line? Come though. down now. What's your other favorite line in that, Steve? You all... Shut your mouth. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Shh. Shut your mouth. <laughs>
3: You're going to mess around. You're going to get messed around get your monkey
2: ass killed.
3: You're going to mess around get your monkey ass killed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> around, monkey ass killed. Oh. Shh, shut your damn mouth. Shut your damn mouth. <laughs> they're going to hear you. I swear to God, they're going to hear you. <laughs> I come down. I call in law. What you want me to do? I'm sitting here in my I am coming
5: hole. down there.
3: I call the law.
5: What you want
0: to do?
2: I love it.
1: All right. Go <laughs> you well get your monkey ass killed. Coming up at mm. the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: In entertainment news, in a new interview with People, Patti LaBelle says that her now four-year-old granddaughter, Gia, was particularly fond of her singing, uh, of singing Patti's uh, racy song. And this was a hit right here, Lady Marmalade. Um, mm-hmm. She she liked to sing it when she was younger. Patti jokes, oh, the little baby two-year-old is singing Getcha, getcha ya yeah, yeah, ya da about a hooker, okay? <laughs> and, and it's not just her, Patti's 23- Month-old granddaughter Leela even requested the tune while her grandma was changing her diaper. In general, Patty says both granddaughters seem to love the spotlight. Oh, God. They're both going to be, I think, in uh, show business babies, Patty says. And they better do it well, although she won't push them into it. She says she will not push them into it. But if they get into it, they got to be good at it. Yeah. Mm. But they singing Lady
4: Marjorie, <laughs> Gitchy, you, get you, yeah, yeah. get you, gitchy, you, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: so, Steve, you know we got to ask you. You have grandkids. Uh, have they repeated anything that you've said that's been racy or cussing or anything? that Have you... any
3: of my grandkids uh-huh. repeated anything that's been racy? Mm-hmm.
1: From oh, you? Yeah. <laughs>
3: you know, Marjorie then told me, mm-hmm. she said, Steve, stop cussing in front of the grandkids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, but, you know, that rules are simple. You know, this is my house. <laughs> you know what you want me to do? You, you, they they over here. I don't go <laughs> over their house. So, you know, they over here. So one day, uh, my little grandson, Noah, was in uh was in his high chair eating mm-hmm. at, in Atlanta. And I was in there, and my phone rang, and it was a partner of mine that I hadn't talked to in a while. So I opened up the refrigerator door, and now Noah's on the other side of the refrigerator door in his high chair eating. So I'm just talking to my dude. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about man, cause I don't forgot little Noah is in the kitchen, cause the, you know the, I had the refrigerator door open. Man, what's up, boy? What you doing? What you doing? <laughs> do <laughs> I'm letting him have it. I'm blasting it. Uh huh. <laughs> So Marjorie comes downstairs, and so I shut the door, and she says, "Hey Noah, what you doing, baby?" Uh-oh. Noah pointed at me and said, "Papa Mofo."
2: What?
3: What is? <laughs> what he say? <laughs> I looked. I looked at his little. I looked at his little ass. She said, "What did you say?" Uh huh. She. He said, "Papa Mofo." <laughs> You hey. little little Noah. I said, you little Uncle Tom. You know, he told her. What him is he... your punk ass telling? I said, she said, Steve, did you hear this boy? Uh, <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> sure did. I, I ain't here. What did he say? You heard him. <laughs> Steve, you been cussing in front of this baby? I said, hell no. She said, you just <laughs> did. <laughs> We've had. That's one of the experiences I had. Uh, he told
1: me, I was a little punk, little Uncle Tom, (laughs) Papa,
4: Papa, so he
1: knew better.
3: (laughs) Yeah, stupid. You can't cuss in front of the grandkids. I'm just glad he wasn't talking good, uh huh, because he he just came out with them two syllables and that cleared me so, yeah. I don't know what he was trying to say.
4: Yeah, I bet you
3: don't. Uh-uh. <laughs> you have
1: no idea. Right. Clueless. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> All, right. All right, so Steve, let's get caught up now uh with Miss Ann on today's headlines, please.
6: Ladies and gentlemen, here she is, Miss Ann Tripp. Uh, Thanks, Steve. Good morning, everybody. This is AntRip with the news. According to a new poll, six out of every 10 Americans disapprove of the job Donald Trump's doing as president. The survey released this week by the Associated Press and NORC Center for Public Affairs Research shows that only 36 percent of Americans actually approve of the way Trump is handling his job. Sixty two percent disagree. Trump's foreshowing extends to his handling of immigration, health care, foreign policy and guns. But Trump gets 46 percent support when it comes to the economy, which has been doing good recently. The National Association of Immigration Judges is accusing the Justice Department's executive office for immigration of sending court employees the link to an article on a white nationalist website that included anti-Semitic references to certain jurists. The emails are routinely sent out to court employees every week. They usually include links to things, but mostly like news articles about immigration. According to The New York Post, The New York Times has demoted one of its top Washington, D.C. editors, Jonathan Wiseman, over tweets that many consider to be racist. For instance, in one, Wiseman suggests that Congresswoman Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib aren't really from the Midwest. Wiseman goes on to say something really bizarre that Representative John Lewis, a man who shed blood during the civil rights movement, is not really from the South. And just last week, Wiseman tweeted that the group Justice Democrats was backing a candidate who was looking to unseat an African-American Democrat, even though the challenger is also black. Disgrace Hollywood film producer Harvey Weinstein in more trouble could be facing yet another accuser. The Manhattan DA's office says that a new indictment is about to be lodged against him. In fact, Weinstein is scheduled to be arraigned on Monday, and then his trial was set to begin just a few weeks from now, but that may be pushed back because of what may happen on Monday. Weinstein is charged with, so far, five counts of sexual assault against two different women. His case, of course, became the catalyst for the Me Too movement. New York City Patrolman's Union still upset over the firing of Daniel Panaleo, the cop who employed the chokehold that led to the death of Eric Garner. And now the head of the Sergeant's Benevolent Association in the Big Apple, Ed Mullen, says the African American sergeant who just lost 20 days' vacation for supposedly mishandling the situation was a scapegoat. Mullen says junior supervisor Kizzy Adonis wasn't even in charge of the cops involved.
2: You got a junior sergeant who was in charge. Makes sense, right? Junior sergeant, she screwed up. Logical. Great political move but not a factual
6: move. Mullins says Sergeant Adonis only came to the scene because she heard about it on the police radio and happened to be in the area. Mullins also says Sergeant Adonis did not plead guilty. She pled no contest. The Garner family wants everybody involved in this to lose their job. California real estate agent under arrest for allegedly burglarizing his clients' homes during open house events, one of them by Usher. And today is National Pina Colada if Day. Like Pina Colada. If that's what you like, okay. Steve Harvey, Morning Show, right back.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: All right, tell me something good. This is our good news segment, Steve, of course. An 11-year-old starts her first year of high school. Now, if that's not good news. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we hear enough bad news all the time. So What's this segment is, is, yeah, this segment is just yeah. about good news. Her name is Dionne Meganson. She just started her first year at high school. She's only 11 She's years 11 old, She She's 11 started Steve. her
3: first year at high yeah. school?
1: Yeah. What? Her, her mom, Sharon Megginson said she knew before her daughter could walk that she was very unique. Deon only spent three weeks in kindergarten before three she weeks. passed the credit by exam. <laughs> uh huh, and I need was promoted I the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> she was promoted to first grade, and if all goes according to plan, she'll graduate high school at 14 years old. She's a preteen at 11. She already has a a college picked out. She wants to attend Spelman College and become a mathematician, just like her Hidden Figures role model, Katherine Johnson. So we have to say congratulations to Dion with your smart self. Black girls rock. Come on, girl. Wow. Can you imagine graduating high school at 14? Steve, at 14? Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's amazing. That's
3: like the celebration we had for my cousin Sonny.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Tell us about it.
3: He finally made it out. He was 11 and started his first day of third grade. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you think that's the same? You th-
4: it's a big celebration.
1: It's, it's a big celebration. It's a celebration that counts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, but he made it. He
3: made
4: it. Do you let it. a 14-year-old you know go with
1: you?
3: Do you let your, I mean, it's kind of early for your kid to go to college at 14,
5: I mean, it?
1: they're not mentally equipped. Yeah, but he not
3: going to college. He going to go to them classes and bring his ass back to this house. Okay. Dang. That's better. Oh, than.
1: you mean, oh, you mean that
4: stay on campus
1: and all that, the mm.
4: whole college yeah. experience? Yeah, No. Staying no. no. in the dorm, well, that's all a, of that. No, what I'm saying is that's no, a big Tani. celebration, though. That's a big celebration, mm-hmm. you know. I had a big celebration, but it wasn't for school, though. It was when I gave my life to the Lord. What was it? It was when I gave <laughs> oh. my life to the Lord. It was right. like the same thing. When I did that, everybody was there.
2: Because they didn't think it was going to happen. Oh,
4: no, they didn't know it was going to happen, <laughs> but everybody was there. Gave my life to the Lord. Everybody, it's the same thing.
1: Everybody like who? Your family? Oh, everybody was there.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, whole family. It's not the same okay. celebration. Okay. We ain't had no big time. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Not for <laughs> school.
3: First time I gave my life to the Lord, I walked in the house and told everybody. They just went to their room because they just figured this ain't going to last.
2: <laughs> oh, God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. I'm
3: saved now. Yeah, okay. All right. See how long this
1: lasts. We out. All- they were just like, yeah, Okay. <laughs> That's cute. (laughs) (laughs) All right, coming up at 34 after the hour, we're going to find out uh, Steve's plans for the weekend. I know he's got some big ones. Coming up right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: All right, so Steve, uh, you got to tell us about your big plans this weekend. What is going down, baby?
3: Well, as soon as I get off the air, I'm going to take a short flight and go uh, just for... Few days to the uh, Okavanga Delta, which is what's a very that? uh yeah, What's
1: that? Carla thought you said that? Delta
3: Sigma the- Theta. Be
1: first. quiet, Sherry. That, <laughs> that was off air. You didn't. Have- it's not
3: Delta Sigma Theta. It's- <laughs> is it I like the Mississippi it. Delta? <laughs> Okavanga Delta. So
4: oh, who have oh. an nah. Oprah?
5: Oprah, well, you ain't got the African change,
2: man. What's oh, yeah. you? Get <laughs> <You're> tight. <laughs>
1: For black Delta. people here, Delta, that's what
3: Oka, we say. Vanga, Delta. Okay. Look, I've never been there. Okay. It's supposed to be the one of the most untouched, pristine places on earth mm-hmm. that you can visit. Uh, I'm going to get the exact scripture for you, but this man told me here in uh, Africa that this place is mentioned in Genesis. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I promise you, I can't. Okay. What chapter this I one is I got some people around me. me Look, I have no idea. I don't know if what he told him. He told it to me. I just said okay. So I couldn't say he was wrong, cause I can't verify nothing. You could tell me any scriptures anywhere. I'm just gonna go okay, cool.
5: Okay. You say you're gonna say, okay, you know, you're not I go
3: challenge Yeah, you, you, you listen <laughs> to me. You know, your uh, looking up Bible books is limited when you can't find 23rd Psalms.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Okavango, is that how you pronounce it? Okavango, Okavango. Delta.
3: yeah i'm not i don't think he's saying that that term is in genesis but the description of that place is what he was saying oh oh okay i don't know that to
2: be true Mm
4: -hmm. yeah you found it, junior no i I mean are you typing
2: that's what i'm gonna do it it comes up the name but
4: i'm looking at okavanga delta in the Bible.
1: but he said it doesn't i I don't think it's in there
3: like that i think he was meaning that the description of the place Mm -hmm. oh okay is in the it Bible. Got a Genesis I, of I, you know, how people say stuff to you. Yeah. Okay. Look, let's let's not get lost in that right there because I don't know where it is nor can I tell you. So that's why I'm going this weekend to visit that. You going to on a see, safari? Uh, huh? The tourism. Yeah, the tourism board wants me to see it. Oh, okay. oh wow! Well, and, and once again, you know, all of it's uh, geared around to bring awareness and they just wanna see how I feel about everything Mm -hmm. to see if I can help because it's such a pull, man. If we understood how deeply Africans identify with African-Americans, if we could get that same thing pushed back on the other side of the water to this continent, it could be an amazing connection. It could be an amazing connection, man, for us all. Because, I mean, we have such a richness of culture that we're just not taught about in our school systems. I think everybody will agree to that. I mean, and one of the things, man, I really believe in my heart, as many people do, if we understood who we really were, it could could help with our behavior towards one another. Mm -hmm. And that's not the majority of us. The majority of us feel absolutely wonderful about each other, but there's a segment of our culture that could really use it. And, you know, young people, old people, if we could just understand where we're from, what happened to us, how it happened, what we were before we were taken from him, it's a very, very rich culture, man, very, very rich. It's absolutely astonishingly beautiful over here. And And I've seen parts of it this trip that I haven't ever seen before. You know, I've been on oh, safaris okay. with uh-huh. my family and yeah, stuff. Yeah, of
1: course. Uh-huh. But this,
3: uh-huh. this so, was a whole new awakening for me. Mm-hmm. D- different very, very landmarks.
5: landmarks. So you're going to see new, different, different marks
3: mm-hmm. I can tell you this. On this continent, it's some of the most breath. Taking scenery you'll ever see anywhere. Matter of fact, wow. it's stuff over here you can't see nowhere else. Period. Wow. Period. Exactly. It's, At all. Just that, it's just that vast. It's, it's beautiful, man. It really is.
1: Alright, well coming up next, Steve, your nephew is here. Uh, he's going to make us laugh <laughs> with today's prank phone call that's coming up right
2: after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, uh, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject: she can have a side piece, but I can't. Mm, okay. Um, fail to the no. <laughs> this wow, is Taylor the made for you, Tommy. <laughs> oh, <hell no. laughs> well, back before when you were married, of course. Uh, yeah. Today's strawberry letter subject: she can have a side piece, but I can't. Right now, nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? Uh, well, you know, I am the king of pranks. That yeah. right?
2: Oh, yeah. They okay. know about
1: you all in Africa.
5: So I need to let my uncle know, tell all them kings over there to turn their radio up live that the young king of pranks is about to play classic pranktivity. You make sure you tell them. You make sure when I move there with you and we are living in our castle together, we both kinging. You king comedy, I'm king pranker, and we kinging together and we mm-hmm. sitting at the table with all the other kings, mm-hmm. you let them know who I am. Mm-hmm. And I belong at the table. You showed this. Yeah. You yeah. You let yeah. all the kings yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. you going to mess around and get killed.
5: Why? They king ain't no stronger than my king. What you talking about? Try this here. Love. Let them all know. Tell me about the play.
3: They Lester
5: can't. Tucker. Lester <laughs> Tucker. You run and tell all them kings that, that you got down there, yeah? Tell him Lester Tucker coming on. Come on, Lester. Hello? Uh, yes, I'm trying to reach uh, Lester Tucker. This is Lester Tucker. All uh, right, Mr. Tucker, how you doing? This is our uh, Curtis Watkins, soul brother number nine. I'm with the BP of A. And, uh, Who? The BP of A, black people of America.
0: What the? Okay.
5: Well Listen, we, uh, we're doing a survey today. We're calling uh, a lot of white households, and we're trying to figure out, uh-huh. have y'all been using the N-word in your house? And if you that- have... How many times are you using the N-word on a daily basis in your house?
0: The N-word? What, what kind of survey is that? I don't use the N-word in my house. I got youngins. We don't do that around my house.
5: Have you been using the N-word at your job?
0: Oh, hell no. I, what kind of survey is this? Oh, no. Back the hell up. What did you just say? You got what at your job? I got black... What the Look, what business is of yours if I use the N-word? I pay the rent in this trailer. The organization... I say the N-word if I want to say the N-word. Hey, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute, brother. Now, look. No, you wait a minute. You called me.
5: Hey, hey, let me explain something to you, sir. We're, do- all we're doing all we're doing is a survey. Now, I will tell you this. We do have surveillances at your place, and we will be trying to figure out if you're. Surveillance? You are- Am I trailer. To- we, we will be t- dictating. Uh, uh, we will be trying to figure out
0: if you're you, using the N-word. Let me and- tell you something. Let me tell you. If I won't say the N-word, I'll say the N-word. I don't want to say it. If I find some surveillance in my trailer, I will come and kick your Black People's Association this, you hear me? You this, know who you with? Uh, this, you Lester Tucker, ain't you? You got right, I'm Lester
5: Tucker.
0: Why well, right? you want to know how
5: many times I say, say the N word? We're trying to get a survey on it, sir. That's what we're trying survey
0: to Survey my you just trying to start some
5: I'm with, I'm Curtis Walking with Black People of America. I don't we, give a hell, I don't
0: give a who you are, Curtis Watkins.
5: Sir, Why you calling
0: my
5: house? Sir, I'm just here to ask, you, have you been using it and have you been using it at your job?
0: What did I tell you? I don't use it in my house because I got kids. I don't use it at the job because I got black people that work for me. Okay. I d- don't want to run them off by calling them names.
5: Okay, well, when you go down to the club by yourself, are you guys in there using it? Now, come on now, be honest with me. Are you guys in there using it?
0: Man, let me tell you something. I don't know what the f*** about. But it's telling me mean, like you said. Look, I got black neighbors. All right, I ain't. I ain't like that. I ain't like that.
5: Okay. Well, let me ask you this: when you just when it's just you and them them good old boys, when it's just y'all, are you using that N word?
0: Well, let me ask you this: when it's just you and your and your hoodlum little buddies, the you, you know I mean, what the, what the hell do you call white people? You you use the word?
5: I have not used the word, sir.
0: Oh, why why you use? I, I want to get like I tell you. I don't know who the hell you are, sir. I'm doing. The, I'm doing the f- survey here. I'm, you don't I, survey. survey my. F- all right. But why would white people of America? How about that? F- See, we can't have a own association. Oh, hell no. He's calling me up, he's calling me, asking questions.
5: Okay. Uh, I just got one more thing to tell you. Are you familiar with Williams? Yeah, he works for me. Well, this nephew, Tommy, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by. Williams, <laughs> f- you all right, man? You got kind of riled up, man. Well, man, f- you wait.
0: You wait to you wait till I see that,
5: brother. He told me. He said. He said this white guy is gonna go off. He said, trust me. He does not use the n word, but just act like he's been using it, and he's gonna go
0: to hell off. You wait till <laughs> I see that, man. That's f- the that chose me money anyway. <laughs> hell, you wait till I see. You.
5: <laughs> All right, Lester, calm down. Hey, I got to ask you, man, what's the baddest radio show in the land?
0: Let me tell you, it's the Steve Harvey morning show, and you know how I know, because how- them black guys that work for me have that playing <laughs> <Blair and> every <laughs> morning in my
2: company truck. <laughs> <laughs> really?
5: Now, what you going to tell them kings? Hmm?
2: Oh,
3: what you going to tell well, them kings? What you want me to tell
1: them? <laughs> <laughs> You'll tell him whatever he wants you to tell him?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Is that where we're I ain't going met with no, this? So go ahead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
5: go ahead, I'll tell what him. What you want to say? As soon
3: as I meet one, go ahead.
5: Just tell them kings that you are, you are willing to bring to the table the king of pranks here to their country so that they can meet with me so we can sit down and talk about how to make the entire continent of Africa laugh. That's what I'm about, and you, we find out we will find out how to get us a prank, an African prank CD, where we are pranking Africans all over
4: the continent. Hey man, they don't how ha- do you feel about <laughs> it? Hey man, I wouldn't do that. I, Why? I know some Africans. Why? They ain't, they don't really like laughing like that. <laughs> What's wrong with pranking them people? I can't I got, prank them. Yeah, him. I got a partner named Tony from Nigeria. Don't prank him. I bet you that right <laughs> now. Yeah. That's you ain't gonna believe up, how the cussing <laughs> gonna go. I wouldn't even. Nah, man, they don't even play like that over there, man. They don't have bad that a great
5: bag. CD. I'm just trying to tell you, huh? mm-hmm. Just bring me to the table with the kings and let the king of pranks sit down and talk to you. That's all I want. Just bring, put what? the meeting together. Can you do that?
1: <laughs> sounds what like is a the no. huffing and puffing? like a no. That sounds a like a no. What, what like is all no. the huffing for?
4: Mm-mm. They about, they, they about love over there. Turn them play that over there. I yeah. can
5: make a love prank. What, what, what is... <laughs>
3: You don't want to do it, huh? You don't want to bring me to the table.
1: Steve, what you didn't know.
3: Nah, nah, Tommy. I, I don't think I'm going to be able to get that done.
1: <laughs> You're just going to be honest, Steve. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Yeah, so, I'm going to just be real with you, though.
4: Yeah.
1: I just don't really see that
3: happening.
4: <laughs> you just kept it 100. Oh, yeah.
3: All the way. I tried. 100. I
1: tried.
5: Just <laughs> trying to get a seat at the table. That's
3: all.
1: All right. All right. Well, thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it's the strawberry letter subject. She can have a side piece, but I can't. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening listening
2: to the Steve Harvey Harvey Morning Show.
1: Time now for today's strawberry letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting and more, please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click submit. Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air just like we're going to read this one right Buckle here, right up.
5: now. up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. The Strawberry
1: Letter. You're excited about this letter, I see. All right. Come on. Here we hear. go. Yeah. Subject, she can have a side piece, but I can't. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 60-year-old man, and I have been married for 16 years. My wife is 13 years younger than I am and we don't see eye to eye on a serious issue. In the beginning, our sex life was great, but over the years, we simmered down a bit. A year ago, I went through a very serious health issue, and during that time, our sex life suffered. I made a full recovery, and when I was ready for some action, my wife was acting like she was afraid to touch me. I had to beg for sex, and when we did do it, it wasn't very exciting. One day I just told her that I was not being satisfied and she told me that while I was sick, she found other ways to get a little pleasure. She told me she had always been attracted to one of her female friends, but she suppressed her feelings until recently. She told me that she enjoys being with this chick and will not stop seeing her, but she does still love me and hopes this doesn't break up our marriage. Now to be totally honest... I have a younger female friend that I see once a week for some really great sex so I guess we were both keeping a secret. I told my wife all about my chick on the side and she got very upset. She told me that she will not allow me to have an affair on her. She said that I could fall in love with my side chick and leave her for this younger girl. I told her that's not the case, but she gave me an ultimatum that I have to stop seeing my side chick or she'll file for divorce. This makes no sense to me. Why should I leave my side chick if she is not willing to leave hers? She's got a lot of nerve. What should I do? Well, obviously, you can't have it both ways. I mean, your wife isn't going to stand for it, even though, even though your wife is seeing someone on the side, too. Uh, Your wife is cheating, too. Somehow, I feel, and this may be the key point here, how I feel like, you know, she thinks because she's seeing a woman and not a man that it's not cheating. Uh, Because she kind of alluded to it in the letter uh, when she said, um, you know, she enjoys seeing the side chick. She's not going to see her and and that you're not going to have an affair on her. It doesn't seem to look like she thinks that she's actually having an affair, but she is. This is still cheating. She's still bringing another person into the marriage. So um, you have options, too. You can call her bluff and tell her that. Uh, She has to stop seeing her side chick Or you'll divorce her How about that She's not the only one who can give ultimatums in this marriage Uh, But both of you guys are wrong And two wrongs do not make a right You're wrong for for cheating on your wife And she's wrong for cheating on you Uh, Your marriage needs a a reset A reboot You need to start over if you can In this particular situation Which means both of you need to stop Um, Your wife says she still loves you And if you still love her Maybe there is a chance to save your marriage. Um, You know, maybe you both are are going (laughs) to. Let me just say this. In order to do that, you both are going to have to let your side pieces go. Your wife and you. Okay, (sighs) shut up, Tommy. (laughs) You're going to have to do that. You're going to have to let that go and concentrate and work on your marriage. That's the only way this is going to work. Steve.
3: All right, let me jump right into this letter because this is ignorant. Tommy, I know this is what you've been waiting on, (laughs) but sorry. I know. Go ahead, though. Subject, she can have a side piece, but I can't.
2: Mm.
3: Now, we got a 60-year-old man here that's been married for 16 years to his wife who's 13 years younger than him. And they got a problem because in the beginning, their sex life was great, and then over the years, he say it simmered down. And then something happened to the brother. He went through some serious health issues. I don't know what that was. But I don't know if he had a heart attack. I don't know if he... I don't know what happened. I don't... I ain't, any number of things could happen. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but something the hell happened, a very nine. serious health issue. And during that time, their sex life hit a dry spell it suffered. So then the dude say he fully came out of the health issue, and he ready for some action, but his wife started acting funny. She didn't want to touch him. Huh. So then he say he got to beg to get some action in the bedroom. So then when they finally do, he say he didn't like it. It wasn't exciting. And then he finally told her he ain't being satisfied. Huh. Well, she said, <laughs> she told him, well, why you was sick? Damn. See, these wedding <laughs> vials just starting to go out the window. Yeah. Yeah. On Remember that vow where it said, through sickness Mm -hmm. in health or through through sickness and in health. Remember that. uh Well, she said, she said while he was sick, she found other ways for a little pleasure. Now here go the kicker. She said she was always attracted to one of her female friends, but she didn't want to act on it because they was married. But now she done told the dude that she enjoyed being with this chick and will not stop seeing her. Mm. Mm. She told him that. But then she said, but she still love me and hope this don't break up our marriage. Wow. What what marriage is she talking
1: about? You need just to be clear on that. (laughs) I
3: lost the marriage thing when the man got sick (laughs) and you started sleeping with your
1: girlfriend. All right, Steve, hang on. We got a problem. I'm gonna give you the rest of it when I come back. All right, we're gonna have I part got the problem with you though. We're gonna have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject. He can have a side piece, but I can't. We'll get back into it at 23 after, right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: All right, Steve, here we go. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. She can have a side piece, but I can't. 60-year-old man.
3: Been <laughs> married 16 years, his wife 13, younger than him. They had some cool sex life. Then he got to some problems with his health. Uh, he got sick. Then he got healed, and he ready for action. But his wife don't want to be bothered no more. And finally, he confront her with him not being satisfied because he got to beg for it. She snaps off and tells him, while you were sick, I found other ways to pleasure myself. He said, how? She said, I've always been attracted to my girlfriend, but I ain't act on it. Now... She told me that she enjoys being with this chick and that she not going to stop seeing her. But she told the man she still love him and hope this don't break up our marriage. Now, here's the part we got to get to. He said, now, to be totally honest with you, mm-hmm. I have a younger female friend that I see once a week for some really great sex. So I guess we both keeping a secret. Hmm. She ain't keeping a secret, dog. She told you. She's sleeping with her girlfriend. This is where the letter gets very confusing to me. He said, I guess we both keeping a secret. So then get what this fool did. I told my wife all about my chick on the side, and she got upset. She told me she would not allow me to have an affair on her. She said that I could fall in love with this side chick and leave her for this younger girl i told her that's not the case so she gave me an ultimatum that i gotta stop seeing my side chick or she gonna file for divorce this makes no sense to me why should i leave my side chick if she's not willing to leave hers she's got a lot of nerve what should i do (laughs) well hey stupid let me talk to your dumb ass for just a minute
2: Come on. This makes
3: no sense to me? What? <laughs> I tell you what don't make no sense. What you tell her for. I knew it. Come on here, man. Thank man. you. Now. Hello. What did you tell your wife you was having an affair with a younger chick once a week? What <laughs> possibly well, could have made you? Go in the damn house and make that stupid ass announcement. Oh, you just pissed off everybody living. Your dumb ass sure. walk in the house. and t- Who do that? Who do that? Nobody. Who walks in the house and goes, excuse me, I got a younger chick on the side that I see once a week. God! This this whole letter, it just fell apart. It don't make no sense. It's when he said he have this girl he see once a week and said we both keeping secrets. And then your stupid ass write the next line. I told my wife all about my chick on the side and she got very upset. Guess what he said after that? Wait she got a lot of nerve. Wait a minute. Hold up, Oh, Hold up. Wait a minute. Excuse me. Stop. She got a lot of nerve. She got a lot of nerve. What? Now, I understand, but that's what you say to yourself. You don't say that out loud. Thank you. So, let me just explain to you what should I do? Is the question. Listen to me. Y'all, this is not a marriage. This is not what this is. You all have some type of swinger type arrangement that neither one of you agreed to, but both of you are participating in. So, brother, you don't have a marriage. You have an arrangement. That's all this is. What you tripping for? Your marriage over. She got the chick on the side and you got a chick on the side. So what you going, tit for tat now? She got Mm. a chick, you get a chick. So now what you gonna do if she go get a dude? Hello. Mm. Let's make this announcement. (laughs) She got a dude, I went and got me a dude. Y'all playing too much now. Let's end this. This relationship is over. Let's just get one of them non-contested divorces. $750, fill out the paperwork. Y'all have no assets. I can promise you, you don't have a house or nothing. Because y'all too busy doing stupid stuff.
1: They, got a they ain't answer. got nothing. No, they ain't. They in an apartment somewhere. All they right, well, listen. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter. At Steve Harvey FM. And you, excuse me, one last thing, Shirley.
3: Uh-huh. You don't walk in the house with a lot of assets and tell your wife, I got a chick on the side. You don't <laughs> do that with assets. <laughs> I can tell you that right I now. Mean, I, I mean, mean, didn't mean to hear ass man they just had a man walking in go out with no friend that's no lawyer. <laughs> and he gone in there and he's got st- no accent if you walk in there. You have nothing. Also <laughs> check out the Strawberry Letter Podcast. one of them little flat beds that the Chinese bed of- Fontan, a Futon,
2: Futon, Fontan,
3: yeah. and you got a TV, <laughs> and a role model. And gold you got a, flow go. and you got a life. computer on an Ikea table. All but right, guys, we got to get out of here. You you check out no the struggle. You took assets and went in there and told your wife <laughs> you want a divorce.
1: Boy, Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour, do you want to come and kick it with us in Cancun, Mexico? We'll tell you how right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: All right, Steve, let's talk about the Big Sand and Soul Festival in Cancun, Mexico, baby. October 10th through the 14th. That's Columbus Day weekend. So
3: first of all, let me just give it to you this way. Everybody right now, if you can, go to com. We got footage on there. Sometimes a picture is worth a thousand words. SteveHarveySanAndSoul.com. We have made the adjustment. We heard what everybody was saying. Y'all understand nothing we could do about the thing that was happening in DR. Even though we found out some facts, we moved the festival to a location Uh, My crew went down there. My daughter Morgan went down there. It's my wife's birthday. So it had to be something big. So here's what we're going to do. Because it's my wife's birthday and we're celebrating, I'm doing something special. I'm going to run a sale. I'm going to give you $500 off for all new bookings. All you got to do is go to SteveHarveySandandSoul.com. I'm going to give you $500 off. Of all new room bookings to Sand and Soul, all you got to do is put in the code BIRTHDAY. Listen to me. This sale ends on August 25th. You have the rest of the week until August 25th. I am giving everybody that registers, I'm taking off $500 for any new room bookings. All you gotta do is go to Steve Harvey Sand and Soul, put in the code BIRTHDAY, because it's Marjorie's birthday. So put in BIRTHDAY. The sale ends at the, on August 25th. $500, I can't do no better than that. Listen, I'm gonna say it for the last time. I'm giving everybody $500 off for any new room booking to Sand and Soul this year. $500 off. All you got to do is go to Steve soul.com All you got to do is put in the code BIRTHDAY. And all you got to do is register. Put in the code BIRTHDAY and listen to me. This sale ends August 25th. You have until then to get this super discount. We moved the country. We moved the venue. It's better. It's going to be bigger. It's going to be special. The show must go on. We took you to a place we thought that would be be really, really spectacular. We got 17 events. Once again, it's all-inclusive. It's all you can eat. All the food and drinks. We got performances by Anthony Hamilton, Woo-hoo. Genuine, Kid Capri, Dougie Fresh, the ignorant on J Man. is in the building, in the comedy show. We got Tony Roberts at the comedy show. We got George Truly Kill at the comedy show. Listen, it's going to be an amazing event. Everybody, go to com to book today. Marjorie's birthday. We're going to be balling. com. Go online today. Happy birthday, Marjorie. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, more of this crazy, ignorant show, Steve Harvey Morning Show, right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: <laughs> All right, here it is. Time for the office topic of the day guys in the divided nation we all currently inhabit it's it's nice to know that there are still some things we can still agree on uh and that is sandwiches sandwiches are delicious right Mm -hmm. everybody loves a great sandwich right Mm -hmm. but still there's plenty of room for healthy debate and disagreement about what's the best sandwich okay to settle things once and for all once and for all we're going to settle this YouGov.com uh, ran a poll to find out which ones were most cherished sandwiches in our country. Here are the results. All right?
3: Okay. Let's not do that. Hold wow. tight, Shirley, before you do that. Okay. What's the question we ought to ask each other before you do the survey? hmm What's your favorite, all-time favorite damn sandwich?
1: I knew it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't uh-huh. like a
4: sandwich.
3: Ah. Man, easy, this Junior. Is, what is it?
4: Peanut butter and jelly, all mm. day long. Peanut I butter and jelly. Can't miss. Can't miss.
5: Tommy, what is it? Grilled turkey and pepper jack cheese. Yeah.
3: Turkey. Grilled turkey and mm-hmm. pepper jack cheese. Man,
4: he's so white. You yeah. bitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <was>. That's bad. <laughs> yes. Po ass black talking about some damn pepper jack cheese
5: hey i like pepper jack
3: <laughs> put some salt on it
5: that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a high blood pressure okay, don't, but don't they, they don't hurt my sandwich why <laughs> y'all going no, against my regular sandwich.
3: knowledge carla what's your favorite yes. sandwich all time b
1: l t uh
3: b l t Bacon, bacon. lettuce, and tomato. Yeah, that
1: was mine. Mm -hmm. Uh, Girl, we could ride together. What's your favorite sandwich, Shirley? Uh, When I was a kid, it was ham sandwich. But um, does cheeseburger count? That's not a sandwich. (laughs) No, that's (laughs) That's a burger. Okay, that's That's a burger. burger. All right, so I got to say, yeah, I I thought it was because it's cheeseburger all day. Cheeseburger. What about you, Steve? Come on now.
3: What's my favorite sandwich?
1: Mm -hmm. Yes.
3: All right. Y'all ready? Buckle up. Come, Come on up and okay, take you make back. it. Okay. let make it. You ain't supposed to eat this, but don't I gotta tell it. you. I
1: know what you're gonna say. <laughs>
3: what? A hot ass
1: uh-huh.
3: Velveeta <laughs> real <Brio> cheese sandwich. <sale. laughs> but it's wow. got to be
4: Velveeta though. <laughs> you, you Velveeta.
3: <laughs> What'd you <laughs> say, Tommy? I don't give a damn if you ears stopped up. <laughs> <You> Velveeta, <laughs> Which probably is not even real cheese. But Lord have mercy, when you sliced it and made a grilled cheese sandwich, I don't eat that no more. But Ah. if I could, I probably would.
1: Guess what, Steve? Grilled
3: cheese sandwich and
1: government grilled cheese. (laughs) Government cheese? Guess what, Steve? uh, uh, Huh? That is the number one sandwich in America grilled cheese. Grilled cheese? Yes. Grilled cheese. Thank you. Real cheese Kids love that. Man. Uh-huh. Real cheese. Everybody, though. Adults, mm-hmm. too. Yep. Seems like and Junior, that. I like I like peanut butter sandwiches, but I don't like peanut butter and jelly. What the hell
4: are you from, I Shirley? don't know. I just you like
5: got peanut mix butter. Mix that with something, <laughs> what? Sharon.
1: Was that? I'm just hell? loosen that up. She don't like peanut butter. I don't. I just like peanut butter. I don't you like peanut butter. You'd
6: have
3: died in my house. Shirley, you'd have died in my daddy's house. Really? We had that great big giant jar of grape. uh uh-uh. jelly. <laughs> yeah. I don't need Wasn't any a of that. was real grape in that jar nowhere. <laughs> no. It was just purple.
2: <laughs>
3: Dark purple. Makes sense. It, it had, All right, you we ever could, read the label, we... less than 1% real fruit. <laughs> 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 okay, listen to me. If you got some grape jelly, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the label says less than 1% real fruit. (laughs) What they've done, y'all, is is boiled up some hot water Uh with some purple Kool-Aid in there Uh with some gelatin in it Uh Uh and one grape skin.
1: <laughs> wow. One gr- <laughs> lonely. <laughs> All right, we Yellow got more sauce. of more sandwiches and more Spain. of the Steve Harvey yeah. Morning Show. I coming got, up,
2: yeah. not that <laughs> Right after this, hands.
1: we'll be back at 20 after.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: All right, uh, more NFL sports talk. Come on, Junior, what you got? Well, I don't I
4: don't really know how this even go. I don't have as much money. What? Okay, I know what? Uncle probably do this. He probably got this many. Mm-hmm. But uh, during a recent interview, NFL MVP quarterback Patrick Mahomes, man of the Kansas City Chiefs, admitted that he owns 180 pairs of shoes. Yes. Now those mm-hmm. shoes can be found in a special Who? closet. Patrick Mahomes. Congratulations. The quarterback. The quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick
3: Mahomes.
4: Yeah. He said he got his shoes in a special closet mm-hmm. with special display lighting and even some cameras to prevent shoes from being stolen. Now. Go um, ahead. 180 pair of shoes is that way too many or do you ha- do you have 180 pair of shoes Did you come can on. really say your- what, what why am i in your bit? is that a question i'm just asking <laughs> do you have 180 pairs because i don't i'm down Hell there yeah yeah, got he got over two, i know you got 000. i know you got this <laughs> shirley Carla, i know y'all got 180 what? pair of shoes huh A piece. huh i know Tom. you got 180 pair of shoes
1: you know Shirley, mm. dude. She'll be talking about hon. If you can hum, that. you can hear him.
4: I, why am I the only one on this show with still six? <laughs> pair of damn shoes? This is the point I'm getting at. <laughs> I, everybody Thanks. on my damn job. Got a 180 six. pair of shoes. Six. But I still got six. A brown, yeah. a gray. I got a blue, <laughs> yeah. a, a black. We gonna
5: send you some shoes. That's either. a starter gray. kit. But that's,
4: that's a starter kit. I got the starter kit. kit. Yeah, that's but a starter kit. But I know kit. damn well everybody on this show got more than 180 pair of shoes. <laughs> that's the hell true. am I still doing? That? How can everybody come in my closet and just say, that's it?
5: <laughs> he ain't even
1: got no house shoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to go. Coming up more of the Steve Harvey the Morning Show. With this show? Right after this at 33 after the hour.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: All right, Steve, let's talk about the big Sand and Soul Festival in Cancun, Mexico, baby. October 10th through the 14th. That's Columbus Day weekend. So
3: first of all, let me just give it to you this way. Everybody right now, if you can, go to SteveHarveySandAndSoul.com. We got footage on there. Sometimes a picture is worth a thousand words. Steve Harvey, We have made the adjustment we heard what everybody was saying. y'all understand nothing we could do about the thing that was happening in DR even though we found out some facts, we moved the festival to a location. My crew went down there. my daughter Morgan went down there. It's my wife's birthday so it had to be something big. so here's what we're gonna do. Because it's my wife's birthday and we're celebrating, I'm doing something special. I'm going to run a sale. I'm going to give you $500 off for all new bookings. All you got to do is go to SteveHarveySandandSoul.com. I'm going to give you $500 off of all new room bookings to Sand and Soul. All you got to do is put in the code BIRTHDAY. Listen to me. This sale ends on August 25th. You have the rest of the week until August 25th. I am giving everybody that registers, I'm taking off $500 for any new room bookings. All you got to do is go to Steve Harvey and soul. Put in the code BIRTHDAY, because it's Marjorie's birthday. So put in BIRTHDAY. The sale ends at the, on August 25th. $500, I can't do no better than that. Listen, I'm going to say it for the last time. I'm giving everybody $500 off for any new room booking to Sand & Soul this year. $500 off. All you gotta do is go to SteveHarveySandandSoul.com. All you gotta do is put in the code BIRTHDAY and all you gotta do is register, put in the code BIRTHDAY and listen to me. This sale ends August 25th. You have until then to get this super discount. We moved the country, we moved the venue. It's better, it's gonna be bigger, it's gonna be special. The show must go on. We took you to a place we thought that would be really, really spectacular. We got 17 events. Once again, it's all-inclusive. It's all you can eat, all the food and drinks. We got performances by Anthony Hamilton, Woo-hoo. Genuine, Kid Capri, mm-hmm. Dougie Fresh. The ignorant on SJ is yeah. in the building, in the comedy show. We got Tony Roberts at the comedy show. We got George Truly Kill at the comedy show. Listen. It's going to be an amazing event. Everybody, go to steveharveysandthesoul dot com to book today. Steve dot Go online today. Happy birthday, Marjorie!
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, coming up, our last break of the day, and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey. Forty nine minutes after, right after this,
2: you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
1: All right, Steve. Here we are. Our last break of the day. It's been a good day.
2: Still happy to have yeah, you back ahead. and it's everything. It's yeah. 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 Hey, good hey, way. Can I share uh, something yeah. with
3: you that I, uh, I learned on this trip? Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot of meditating during my time off, man. I really do. I try to rejuvenate and uh, get my spiritual connection to God tighter. I think this was probably the best. For me ever. Uh, I really, really opened up more to God's presence. Uh, I really, really focused on uh my spirituality as a person. Now, listen, I'm just gonna be honest with you. <laughs> you know, I still ain't got it all right. Uh, but I'm okay with that because guess what? Ain't nobody got it all right. So I'm, I'm okay with where I am, but I did improve a great deal over the break because I spent a lot of time meditating out on that water, man. It was such a spiritual awakening. And uh, I just wanted to share a couple of things. Uh, a lady on my job who's, uh, you know, we, she's really, really just a great Christian. You know, she prays for us on the set and everything and, you know, she she kind of so in tune to all of us. You know, Mr. Harvey, you okay today? You seem troubled. I'm going to pray for you. Stuff like just really, really nice. Name's Jennifer. Nicely. She runs sound on 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 Family Feud. And uh, she bought me a gift for my birthday, a daily devotional that I read every day. And really, really, man, put it into focus for me and changed some things. And one of the things I had learned about was how worry affects a person and see worry is so is such a wasted form of energy because worrying especially when when it comes to tomorrow a lot of us have a lot of energy directed into worrying about tomorrow and what i learned from this daily devotional of that is one of the major waste of time and energy simply because there is absolutely nothing you can do about tomorrow. That is not to say that you shouldn't plan for tomorrow. That's not what it's saying. But it is talking about the worry of tomorrow. Because it often, the scripture says something to the effect that even by worrying, you cannot add one hour to your life. So if by worrying you can't add an hour to your life, why are you worrying about the rest of it? You can't, even, you can't even get extra time on the planet by worrying. So the rest of it is so minute and minuscule it doesn't make any sense. So here's what happens in worry. What I learned was God actually created us to be able to master time instead of having time master us. And one of the ways he does it is he gives us this thing called a day. And in this day, That is what we are designed to cope with and we can handle just today. We are built and equipped to deal with today. That's why he created the Lord's Prayer the way he do, the way he did. Our Father who art in heaven, how will be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Give us this day our daily bread. Now, here's what I had to learn. The reason that section is in the prayer is because you're supposed to ask for the strength, the wisdom, the guidance, and understanding for today. Not tomorrow, today. Because we are creatures that he built and he wants us to master time and not have time master us. The only way to master time is you got to take these days and he's broken it down into two segments, day and night. Night comes for the majority of us that's not working night shift and all that. Night comes to give us a rest for what happened to us in the day. So he broke it down into two segments. You got a a segment of the day where you're working and you got a segment of the day where you're recuperating. That's what we were designed to cope with. If you add tomorrow, next week, the week after, next summer, when you put that on your shoulders, what you've done is you've overburdened yourself for no reason at all because we are simply not built for that. You cannot handle any more than what's happening today. And if you place more on you than today, you're overburdening yourself. You're wearing yourself down. And now instead of mastering time, time is mastering you. And that's one of the biggest things I learned on this break, to release myself from the worry of tomorrow and ask God for my daily bread so I can make wise decisions today, so I can listen more intently to his instructions for today and use him more as my companion and my guide. And that right there is how you manage your day. That's the best thing I learned. I hope I explained it the right way, but that's the best way that I found to put it. And it changed me so much, man, by not worrying. Because simply, guess what? Ain't nothing you can do. Now, I got to check myself every now and then. Cause something happened today where I started worrying about when I get back what I got to do. Wait a minute, hold up, man. Why am I worrying about when I get back what I got to do? Because guess what? It ain't here yet. Now, I have, once again, let me reiterate before it's misunderstood. I'm not saying you're not supposed to plan, have hopes, dreams, or visions. You do. But I'm just saying for today, you gotta get through today. If you do it that way, give us this day our daily bread. That part of the prayer prayer is important for all of us. Use it, it'll make your day go a whole lot smoother. I might get off that high blood pressure medicine those are my closing remarks
1: drop it drop <laughs>